Thank you for that. Let's take our Bibles to go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 5. You know, though our sins be as scarlet, it should be white as snow. And we should be thankful for, uh, of course, the blood of the Lord and, and uh, what he's done for us. We didn't deserve it. We are enmity, en- enmity with God. We're the enemy of God. He loved us anyway and, uh, and shed his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Uh, and uh, I'm thankful for the blood of Christ. And you know, a lot of song books, a lot of Bibles, uh, for that matter, uh, have, uh, they're cleaning up the blood. As to, you don't want that bloody, bloody religion, but, uh, uh, but we understand it's precious. And uh, so thank you for that song, good words in that song. Second Corinthians uh, chapter number 5, and uh, finishing off with chapter number 4 there, uh, and uh, looking at uh, the things that we can't see, uh, and a little bit of maybe, I don't come confusion this morning, maybe on some, I don't really think so, to maybe just give me a hard time uh, about, uh, about things. But um, there's a little bit of a difference between uh, our... Um, you know, Paul here is speaking in chapter number five still, uh, and he's talking about being absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Uh, and we, we ought to, we have the hope of glory. Uh, we we want to we wanna go to heaven. Paul said he was torn between the two. Uh, he'd rather be in heaven, which was better for him. Uh, and, uh, and to be absent from the body, it's present. And we have a confidence in that. We know that uh, the moment our uh, soul leaves this shell, uh, that we're in the presence of God. Uh, the gentleman uh, preacher yesterday at that funeral, uh, he had said uh, about uh, the lady that had passed, uh, I had led her to Christ years ago, almost 20 years ago, uh, and baptized her, but uh, he had said in some weird theology or whatever, and it wasn't the pastor, some guy got up and just walked up and tried to take over uh, and, uh, and said that uh, he just believes that uh, she's sleeping and that uh, she'll be awakened at the resurrection and just a lot of weird uh, you know, weird uh, things, uh, but, uh, but he, uh, he is off on that. Uh, the body, uh, when we're, we are out of this body, we're in the presence of God. Uh, and uh, the rapture takes place, and uh, that, the dead in Christ rise first, and there's all those things, but we misconstrue all that. Uh, but um, there's a difference between our desire to be in heaven that is a godly desire that God places in us, which we're, we're going to read about here uh, in a moment, uh, versus us just being done. Uh, with, with our bodies uh, and us just being done uh, with conflict and just difficulties. Uh, and, uh, and there is a difference, and that's the, kind of the difference I wanted to point out this morning. Uh, we're supposed to glory in infirmities, and we're supposed to be thankful for all the things, the big list of stuff that we, we mentioned today. But we're going to read about this in chapter 5, then we're going to jump over to the book of Romans uh, and both qualifying uh, the statements from this morning uh, but then also uh, introducing us a little bit more into uh, prayer uh, and uh, with our revival coming up with Brother Beckham. So we're going to begin reading in chapter number 5 of 2 Corinthians uh, in verse number 1. The Bible says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, uh, we have a building of God, and a house not made with hands, eternal uh, in the heavens. This is speaking of a glorified body, the building of God. It's not your mansion uh, in heaven. Uh, however, God is preparing a place for us uh, as well. For in this, and I want you to notice the language here in that word groan. It says, for in this we groan, uh, earnestly desire to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. So that groaning uh, is not, we would think of uh, complaining. When I think of somebody groaning, I, I, that's kind of where my mind goes. Uh, it's not that we're complaining that we're, uh, we're still clothed in this tabernacle, but there's a, but there's a yearning, there's a discomfort. 
uh, a, uh, a pain, uh, not necessarily a physical pain, but, but wanting something better. Uh, we know that we're in the flesh. And there, by the way, there's a difference between being in the flesh and of the flesh. We've got to be um, uh, rightly divide those things. We're going to see that here in, in Romans chapter number 8. Uh, but, but we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed upon uh, with this house which is from heaven. If so, being that clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that would we be unclothed, but clothed upon. So it's not, the groaning isn't as much of just being done with this, this tabernacle as it is putting on the other. Uh, and uh, we, we want this, uh, this mortality swallowed up with life. Verse 5, Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Now, let me say this, because we're going to read a verse like that in Romans chapter number 8. Uh, we are um, in this tabernacle, um, we, uh, we're indwelled with the Spirit of God. When we get saved, our body becomes the temple of the Spirit of God. God indwells us. We are to be filled with the Spirit of God uh, for service. And we ask for God. We need to be vessels that God can fill and God can use. He does that. The power of God we uh, serve. But it's not... Um, there are denominations and groups in Christianity uh, that talk about um, the fullness of the Spirit in a way um, that can't line up with Scripture. We, we got the Holy Spirit in the indwelling of the Spirit, all we're going to get uh, in salvation. The filling of the Spirit or the earnest of the Spirit uh, is, it's almost like, um, uh, it's, the, it's called the first fruits of the Spirit in Romans 8. It's, it's, it's the beginning part. It's not all of it. I kind of feel like, like we couldn't handle uh, in, our, in our bodies uh, a complete filling of the Spirit of God uh, in that respect. Uh, but, uh, but it's not, it's an, it's an earnest. We can never feel uh, like we've arrived spiritually. Um, God does things through us and we give Him the glory uh, and God uses uh, men and has through the centuries uh, in very mighty ways. Uh, but it's God that does it and it's Holy Spirit that's working in us and through us. Uh, and it's this same Spirit, uh, the earnest of the Spirit, that helps us uh, in we, when we are in this tabernacle that causes us to groan. So it's more work of the Spirit in our life. It's, and it's really an evidence. Your desire uh, to be in heaven with, with the Lord uh, is another evidence of the fact that you're saved. Uh, when, you, when you desire to be clothed upon with, immorality, uh, with immortality, not immorality, immortality, uh, and uh, it's one of those uh, uh, tongue twisters, uh, scratch that, delete it from the thing, uh, and uh, so uh, immortality, uh, and that's a, an evidence that God is, is moving. So there's a difference between the groaning, the longing, uh, the, the discomfort that we have knowing that we're, we're, we're not in the presence of the Lord and wanting to be with Him, different uh, than just being fed up uh, with arthritis or the different illustrations that we gave this morning. Is everyone with me? Uh, so there is an earnest, and he says, Therefore, verse 6, we are always confident, knowing that while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Uh, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with Him. Um, it's, it's, more, it's, it's more, I want to see Him, uh, I, want to, I want to be with Him, uh, than it is not wanting to be in this flesh. 
Uh, so when infirmities come and discomforts and pain and uh, all those things, uh, we accept that as of the Lord. Uh, we glory in it as we, as we established this morning from chapter number 4. Uh, and, uh, and we're thankful in it, knowing uh, that through that affliction, God is doing something better. So please, um, when, if, if you're sick, you say, well, I'm not even, call, I'm not even gonna call in something to the prayer list because <laughs> pastor's like, you know, just, uh, you just need to be cool with it uh, and be thankful for whatever. Call it in. We wanna pray with you. We wanna pray for you, pray alongside you. Uh, and it's not the meaning that when you are going through a difficult time in your life that you can't share your burden because we're supposed to bear burdens with you. Uh, it isn't that. Uh, it's a deeper, more contemplative, more for us as we're trying to process whatever it is. Could be a health thing, you know, could be money, could be whatever, problem, difficulty in your life, uh, knowing that God is always working uh, through that something good. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and that is an important thing because we're all going to, the Bible says we're all going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ uh, and we're going to give an account. We need to be doing things for the right reason. Uh, so we, we desire to be with him uh, more than to be in this body, uh, but it isn't because the body's breaking down uh, because our spirit's renewed every day. You think of even that song a moment ago, um, all that God's doing and has done in cleaning us and his mercy and his goodness. Uh, and, and he restores our soul. Uh, and, and we can pray like David prayed uh, to renew a right spirit within us and restore unto us the, the joy of our salvation. We get beat down uh, by things without in the world, uh, but we also um, were our own worst enemy. Uh, and it's, uh, it's usually a battle of the mind. Uh, when we struggle with stuff, we get discouraged, depressed or whatever, or we want to give up. Um, you know, uh, I've heard people say, uh, like studying teenagers, they want to say, well, my brain's tired. Well, your, your brain really doesn't get tired. Uh, and so don't use that excuse. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but you are, um, you're not just done with your body. Uh, you want to be with him. Now let's go back to, uh, chapter number eight and remember that word, uh, or the expression, the word groan, uh, from, uh, from where we're at in second, uh, Corinthians because we're going to find that here in chapter number 8. Um, the same writer of Romans is the, is the one who penned 2 Corinthians. And by the way, when you read through uh, the epistles, uh, there's a lot of um, connection, obviously, because it's, uh, it's in the inspiration of God. Uh, and, uh, and really, um, when you think of the earnest of the Spirit, uh, or the first fruits of the Spirit, one of the earnest of the Spirit is the God-breathed Word of God. That we have that is that is um, perfect and it's re, it's reliable and and we're to comfort one another with the words that we find in it. So as we live our life uh, and trying to, we're running our race uh, and we're we're removing the obstacles and the weights that are there and we're trying to strive and uh, and live a life for God. Uh, there's going to be uh, you're going to get tired. You're going to um, you're going to wonder, and you've probably thought this like, why? You know, I, I love the Lord and just trying to serve Him. Why is this happening to me? Why do I got to go through this? And we have all the why questions uh, that we that we ask about it, and it's usually um, it's usually a way, and we don't even really want to know why. It's just it's just a way for us to express that we're going through something so that we can invite other people in. Uh, alongside us in whatever we're going through. Um, we don't want to be alone in, you know, it's like misery love, loves company. Uh, it's a little bit of that, uh, but, but it's more of a way to, uh, to draw in 
um, uh, pity uh, and uh, emotion from other people to identify uh, or at least let people know that we're going through something. And uh, so it's like, hey, uh, you, know, uh, you know, I've got an injury or I've got a sickness. And there's a part of us like, well, you know, praise the Lord. Uh, God's going to do something. He's working in you. Uh, but that's not to say uh, that there's not going to be difficulties, discomfort. Romans chapter number 8. I love Romans 6, 7, 8 uh, as a section uh, in the Bible. God dealing with our sin and how he's provided for our salvation. And then he's identifying for us uh, the, uh, the battle that we have uh, in uh, our flesh. Um, in our flesh, the Bible says, dwells uh, no good thing, uh, and uh, we're no longer in a condemnation. So if you go to chapter 8, look at verse number 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ hath made me free from the law of sin and death. And so there's a battle uh, that is there. When you got saved, uh, you became a new creature in Christ, and you received a new nature from God. Uh, the old man uh, and his deeds are to be put away with. We're to reckon ourselves indeed dead uh, uh, unto sin and alive unto Christ. Uh, and again, that reckoning is something that we do in our mind. We still sin, uh, but we are to reckon ourselves to be dead to that. So we should, we can never be sinless. We should sin less uh, because we're a child of God. We don't want to, we don't want to grieve the spirit or quench the spirit of God in our life. We don't want to grieve the heart of God. Uh, so as a Christian, we live for him. And this is being described in chapter number eight, verse number five. He says, for they that are after the flesh uh, do mind the things of the flesh and they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. To be carnally minded, the Bible says, is death, but spiritual mind is life and peace. So we can, we, can go, we can go after the spirit, we can go after the flesh. We can mind the things of the spirit or mind the things of the flesh. We can, we can be in the word of God or out of it. Uh, we, can, we can be, um, God really lays it out for us uh, to be in or out. Uh, is, you can't serve God and mammon. Uh, you've got to take up your cross and follow him. Uh, this middle of the road kind of floating through life uh, as a mediocre, uh, not completely bought into uh, your Christian life, uh, but you know uh, that you're, you're saved by the blood of Christ is just not the way that God wants us to live. He wants us all to be uh, fired up uh, about the things of God. Um, I think of the teenagers here in the front uh, and uh, coming back from camp and the testimonies and some of the decisions and, uh, and uh, the, their dedication to those things uh, and the excitement that they had coming back from camp and wanting to get involved. That, and you're like, oh, that's awesome, but that's exactly how you should feel. Um, and, and it shouldn't take, um, you know, it, it doesn't need to, I won't say it that way, it doesn't need to be uh, that you get away and have somebody you know, to camp in order, you can, you can get the same thing that they got in your prayer closet, um, in, in getting in, in the Word of God. Uh, and I'm thankful for it, but everybody uh, should be uh, excited uh, about serving the Lord uh, with, with your life. And, and, uh, and so they, but if you, if you mind the flesh, if you feed the flesh, if it's all about you and, and what you want, and, uh, and, and we wake up in the morning and we hit the snooze button because we don't want to get our flesh out of bed, and it's like, it's like we start the day off that way, just giving into it, giving into it. Uh, and, uh, and it follows us through the day. Uh, one of the best things that we can do, and I'm not saying I do this all the time. Uh, what's the, think about what, the first thing that we, most people do now when their alarm goes, clock goes off, they click it off and they grab their phone. And because uh, usually their phone is their alarm clock for one. 
And, uh, and so it's up, and it's like, oh, da, 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 just checking and checking and checking it. And uh, it might be that you just need to go get one of those old-school alarm clocks uh, and, uh, and turn your phone off and put it on the kitchen counter way away from you. And uh, when your alarm clock goes off in the morning, uh, you grab your Bible, and you, you get in the Word of God, and, and you pray, and you start the day off uh, in, with, in, you know, uh, in the Spirit. Uh, and they say, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day and all this kind of stuff. There's a lot of great stuff that goes on in the morning. In fact, people who are um, successful and blah, blah, blah uh, in books and things that they write, uh, there's a lot of them that get up and they do deep work uh, they, from 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock uh, in the morning, shut everything off. They do deep work and then they do other things that they want to do uh, for the rest of the day. Uh, there, there are a lot of people who take those morning hours uh, and they dedicate that to um, the flesh and materialism, uh, and uh, but we need to give we need to give the best uh, of our of our hours and our days to the Lord, and and uh, it could be whatever uh, and how you plan to do that. Uh, they that seek me early in, in life shall find me, but it's also early uh, in the morning uh, is a good thing. It's when you're fresh, uh, and uh, and that's a good time to spend with the Lord. Now, back in chapter number eight, verse number eight. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. They that are, uh, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. So he's saying, okay, you can't be. If you're in the flesh, you can't please him. Uh, good news for you. You're in the. You're of the spirit in the spirit because the spirit of God dwells in you. Um, so uh, we can't. We can't serve God. We can't live life in the flesh. We can't serve God in the flesh. Uh, in the flesh, there's there's nothing good. Uh, and but if Christ be in you, verse number ten, uh, ten, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Uh, and uh, and he continues with that, saying that as many as are led by the Spirit, uh, they are the Son of God. Um, so every child of God uh, who makes a profession of faith, they're saved by the blood of Christ. Indwelled by the Spirit, they're a new creature in Christ. The Spirit's there. Uh, that Spirit has a ministry. Uh, and uh, a lot of which isn't even in this passage of Scripture. Uh, but when, when you say, I'm saved... Uh, but the Holy Spirit in you is not doing what the Bible says the Holy Spirit in you will do, then you're not saved. Uh, because God didn't get it wrong. Uh, we can get it wrong, and we can miss that. But when people say, well, I sin, and the Holy Spirit doesn't convict me, um, is, not, is not, you know, a great, you're an exception to the rule. Uh, that, is a, that is a value statement. It's something you're saying that you shouldn't be proud of. It should, it should scare you to death. Uh, that you can sin and God leave you alone. Uh, it's either you're lost or you, you become reprobate uh, in some way and your conscience is seared. Uh, and, uh, and neither one of those are good. Uh, verse 15, for you have not received the spirit of bondage. We're getting into the, uh, the brunt of it here or the most important part here uh, of our time tonight. And it says this in verse number 16, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Um, you want to know if you're saved? Uh, ask the Holy Spirit. Uh, and the Holy Spirit will bear witness with your spirit uh, and the seed of understanding things in, in your own heart and mind to whether you're saved. Uh, and if you sincerely ask that, and if, 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 if there's doubt, then, then fix it. Uh, we've even um, communicated that to some of our young people uh, this year at camp where they uh, might have had doubt. Uh, before ye have not received the spirit of bondage 15 again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness. Now, if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. 
And here is a tie-in to 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, because it's Paul, uh, and, uh, and there's a little bit of, uh, it's not, I, wouldn't, I, I don't want to call anything in the Bible redundant, because uh, uh, it's not that. It's not redundancies in Scripture. Uh, it's just uh, God using the same man to write this uh, book to the Romans as the one who wrote the letter to uh, the Corinthians. He says, For I reckon that the, suffering of this present time, the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory uh, which shall be revealed in us. Uh, so that it's a light affliction. It's for a moment. It doesn't compare. Um, what you, you're going through it in your life has, is not even close, can never compare uh, to the glory that God is preparing you. What God is doing in the present uh, for us as Christians going through difficulties, but also in the future. Uh, and uh, that exceeding uh, weight of glory. Uh, for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing by reason of him who hath, who hath subjected that, uh, the same uh, in hope, um, but by reason. So it's really making inference to, to Adam and the first man and, uh, and uh, why it is that we are in sin, uh, in vanity. Verse 21, because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain uh, together until now. Uh, and so we find that word groan again. So, so it's like the, we groan in this tabernacle, uh, a longing for God in creation itself, which was made by God. Uh, it, it groans. Uh, and uh, the, um, um, uh, the in, in travails and pain until the Lord comes back. Uh, it says in verse 23, And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of the body. That's what he was talking about in chapter number 5. Uh, so uh, the, the, we groan through the Spirit uh, for the redemption of the body, longing to be with Him. Uh, all of creation groans. Uh, but then it goes on to say that the Holy Spirit also groans. It says in verse um, um, uh, 23, the first fruits of the Spirit, even ourselves groan. For, verse 24, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. It's got a little bit confusing. Kind of like who's on first, what's on second? Uh, kind of a thing. The things I want to do, I don't do. And things I don't want to do, that, the things I do. Uh, as he describes the, this battle of the flesh and the spirit. Uh, but he's talking about looking at things that we can't see, just like he did uh, in 2 Corinthians. Uh, and we're waiting. Likewise, verse 26, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And then we have uh, you know, one, the verse that we all have memorized, uh, verse number 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are recalled according to his purpose. Now, let me say this about that verse. Um, all, all things don't work together for good um, for the lost. Um, uh, all things don't necessarily work together for good uh, for everyone that's made a profession of faith. 
the Bible says that it, it's, it does for those that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose, uh, those who He it isn't, this isn't Calvinism, by the way, when you get down to verse 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So God has predestinated us to be conformed to the image of his Son. Uh, that's when he says, uh, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus under good work. Um, before I was born, uh, he knew me. He formed me in the belly. Uh, had a purpose and a plan for me in his sovereignty, uh, his workmanship, uh, and uh, created um, his workmanship created unto good works, and uh, and he had a plan that is a predestined plan for me to be conformed to his image, uh, to be saved, and then to live a life um, for Christ and to strive to be like Christ uh, in uh, in my life, uh, and uh, and he continues verse number thirty one. What shall we say to these things? If God before us. Who can be against us? And, uh, and, uh, and some wonderful truths about uh, the fact that we are more than conquerors through Christ and, and, uh, and what Christ has done, uh, not under condemnation. Uh, we're no longer lost and condemned in our sin, but alive in Christ. Uh, and, and we know, and he says later, that we're persuaded that neither death nor life nor principalities nor powers, uh, later on, verse number 38, nothing, height nor depth nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus uh, our Lord. Uh, and uh, so we have the earnest, the first fruits of the Spirit uh, in us, in our spirits grown within, waiting for the adoption. But when we have infirmities uh, and, and difficulties and we don't, um, what we're supposed to do, and there's nothing wrong, uh, with us, you know, praying, um, you know, uh, to the Lord uh, that we want to be better. Um, let's just take a sickness. Uh, Lord, um, you know, heal me. If it, but we always qualify it if it's your will, because it might not be the Lord's will for you to be healed. Um, and, uh, and by the way, uh, if, uh, if the Lord takes you home, you've done been healed. All right. Uh, we have that perspective as well. But, you know, when we say we want healing, we want to be better and we want to go back to work or, uh, or to, you know, whatever it is we want to do in our life. Uh, but um, when we don't know what to pray, um, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit groans for us. And, uh, and we know that when we pray, uh, and thinking about our prayer revival with Brother Beckham, uh, that when we pray, we're supposed to pray in the Holy Spirit. You cannot pray in the Holy Spirit if you don't have the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and what I get frustrated a lot with religion uh, and Christianity and just all the, you know, the devil is a, a great, you know, he is an imposter, uh, a great imitator. Um, he can take, you know, I'm thinking about yesterday uh, and uh, in the things that the pastor said, Things that that crazy guy said when he got up and took over. Uh, and, uh, and what they're saying to, to people listening, it, might, it sounds like the truth. Well, they're reading it from a Bible. And in fact, when they talk about tabernacle, they're saying tents and uh, the words are changed. And, uh, and, and we think, well, if we just make the words, we need to make the words easier to understand. But when we change the words, we change the meaning. And, uh, and so uh, there was a lot of that, that going on. Uh, but uh, the devil, if, just, if it just sounds true, oh, it must be, it must be truth. Um, but he is, he is a, a, a liar uh, and an imitator. Uh, and, uh, and there are people who are as lost as lost can be, 
who are standing in pulpits on Sunday morning uh, and, uh, and, uh, and saying that they're filled with the Spirit of God or they're praying, or they're praying the Spirit or they're, 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 they're praying in you know, tongues and other types of things, which uh, in the Bible they were always known languages and, uh, and, uh, and, and stuff, not to get into all that, uh, but they're just lying through their teeth. Uh, and they have, you know, um, stadiums filled with people uh, who have bought into uh, all of those lies. Um, but um, true prayer, number one, and I'm going to give you three points we're going to be done here in uh, the next five minutes or so, ten minutes. Um, true prayer comes from the indwelling of the Spirit in us. Um, it, it's, it's the Holy Spirit uh, that, that, that wakes prayer up in us. It's the Holy Spirit that makes us even want to pray. It's the Holy Spirit in us. Anything that we want to do for God, because in the flesh dwells no good thing. If, if you, you will not do, um, uh, and you will not continue, you will not persevere, you're not going to run a race with patience if you're doing it without, without the Holy Spirit on board. It just isn't going to happen. But it's the Holy Spirit and it's indwelling. Uh, we don't know um, how to pray or what to pray. Uh, if, uh, if we don't have the Spirit in us. And by the way, if we're not saved, really the only prayer that God wants to hear is, is uh, us to call out to Him in repentance and salvation. Um, um, you know, people, uh, I've had, save, you know, save people, lost people. One of the, in recent, um, by the way, uh, the, you know, when we say things, we have all these little cliches and pat answers that we give people. Um, and um, in its, one of the ways that we see that a lot is when somebody, say, or let's say somebody, somebody passed away. With social media, um, it's just like, you know, oh, praying, it's a piece of praying for you. And they're not praying. Um, or it's like, you know, for me, like a lot of the people that I know from my family, they are as heathen as heathen can be. Uh, and uh, they are not born again. They're not Christians. And uh, they're praying, praying for you. Well, um, God's not hearing your prayers. And, and you say, why is that? Well, because you're not one of his children. Uh, and, uh, and, but somehow we've just imagined that people saved and lost and anybody can just pray to God uh, and God just gives them what they, what they want. Now, I know it's, 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 it's like, how's the weather? Or it's, it's just they don't know what to say. And so they'll say, we're, we're praying for you. But then it's like we get into all the, you know, they're in a better place you know, and all this other stuff, and they don't, they're, they're not a Christian, they don't, they don't know, that never was their testimony, uh, and, uh, and uh, whether it's that, or, and I'm just going to meddle for a second, because I haven't meddled too much today, and, and I feel like I need to, um, don't like stuff on Facebook that's wrong, all right, somebody, somebody has made a poor decision, somebody has, you know, um, whatever, and again, People make decisions, and you know there are you know they don't, they're outside of God's ideal, and that steamrolls into having to make all kinds of other poor decisions. Uh, but when you like it, um, it's it's not just an you know acknowledge. They need to have a button that says "I saw this" um, instead of it being "like," because when you like it, it means that you agree with it or you whatever. And uh, and so uh, she says, "Well, pastor, pastor never likes my stuff. There's some of your stuff I can't like it." Because uh, it would send the wrong message. Are you with me? And uh, and uh, so um, the we wouldn't we. There's nothing good in us. 
if it weren't for the Spirit of God in us. So as we go into our prayer revival with Brother Beckham, um, you've got to be, you have to have the indwelling of the Spirit of God uh, in your life to pray and have for, I want people, if somebody's praying for me, uh, I hope that they are connected to God. Uh, and, uh, and they're saved, uh, but in, and also, uh, uh, not to get into it, but the Bible says that the prayer uh, of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. So, so there's kind of like this, when somebody that I know is a heathen, uh, and they just say, well, I'm praying for you, uh, I want to say, please don't. Uh, because, because your prayer is an abomination to the Lord. Um, I, I don't want your prayers, and you shouldn't pray it. Uh, and, uh, and now it's, I don't say it because that's hard for people to, to wrap their minds around because if they're not saved, they don't have the spirit to understand that. Um, but the things that we offer to God uh, in, in prayer, in the incense or whatever, uh, the Bible says if we have a in our heart that he, he doesn't hear our prayers. And so as a Christian, we can have sin in our life where our, our prayers go to the ceiling and, and come right back down. Uh, but um, a, a lost person's or a wicked person's um, uh, prayers to God uh, is, a, is a stench uh, in his nostrils. And it is not something uh, that, uh, that I, you know, you know I, don't even, I don't even tell people when they say praying for us, I don't even say thank you. Um, if, I, if I know, um, you say, well, you don't know if they're saved or lost. The Bible, you can know. All right, there's fruits, there's, there's all kinds of things uh, there. Uh, if, if, you, if you're living like you're lost, uh, in, in open sin or whatever, chances are pretty good that you are. Uh, and, uh, and so when you have uh, somebody like that praying for you, uh, it's, um, it's more involved uh, than just it being some kind of quip uh, thing to say. True prayer is from the indwelling spirit. Number two, true prayer takes the form of divine intercession. Here's what we mean. We have, um, the Bible says that Jesus uh, ascended to the right hand of the Father, uh, and he is our intercessor. So he's at the throne room of God, and he intercedes uh, for me. Uh, and uh, he's the mediator between God and man, the Lord Jesus Christ, and, uh, and uh, not get into the Trinity and all that. Um, again, this morning I said the Holy Spirit's a person, not a thing. Uh, and he can be grieved, and if we blaspheme him, uh, there's no forgiveness in this world or the next. Uh, that's what the Word of God says. Got to be careful. Uh, and uh, that's what it's like. Um, asked me a question this last week uh, about, you know, uh, using a Holy Ghost with something. It's like, is that pushing it? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of pushing it. And, uh, and we got, we've got to be careful that we don't blaspheme, uh, blaspheme the Spirit of God. So we have Christ in heaven on the throne uh, who intercedes for us, and we have the Spirit on earth in our hearts interceding. Christ is pleading for us <laughs> as if we were one uh, with Him, the Spirit pleading in us, as if we were one with him and he in us. Uh, so it's the spirit that indwells us uh, that intercedes for us. Uh, and, uh, and again, that is not a reason to not pray. Uh, that's not what God is saying that we should do. I'm thankful that when I don't know um, what to pray, uh, that he is praying for me. And so, and, and that true prayer, number three, uh, true prayer, it, it sometimes takes the form of groans, not complaints, not whining. The Bible says that we're supposed to do uh, all things uh, without complaining. Uh, we, we should not be a complaining people. The longings 
that are produced in us by the indwelling of the Spirit uh, are such that can't, so you can't even put words to it. Uh, it is, uh, when, sometimes your heart can be so full um, of grief or, 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 you know, displeasure could be, you know, even full of joy and you don't know what to say. Some of the best praying uh, that you've done or that I've done is just being on our face before God and not saying a thing. Uh, and, uh, but there's been times where you don't even know what to say. You don't, you're, you're at a loss uh, for words and, uh, and um, um, we're, we're choked and we can't, we can't articulate. Uh, we'll say that, like, I can't even, uh, uh, you know, how do you feel, you know, somebody interviews somebody, what, how do you feel about the, you know, the wind today? And it's like, I don't even have any words. And uh, there are times when we pray that you feel that way. I know I do. Um, and, um, but it's just, I don't just get up and, not, and, and stop. Uh, because God, God knows my needs, and He's praying for me uh, in a way. He knows the meaning of the Spirit's groans. He says that. Look at it. It says, we'll read it one more time. I'll give another couple things here, and we'll be done. He says, Likewise, the Spirit also will help with our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Uh, and he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And, uh, and so as when you're at a loss for words and you don't know what to say and you're in your infirmity, uh, your job is to be thankful for it, to glory in it, give God the glory. Uh, and uh, be endure hardness as a good soldier. Uh, and uh, and uh, to be strong uh, and, uh, and, and brave and courageous. And uh, all the, the virtues that God wants us to have uh, as a Christian. Um, and, and then, then the Holy Spirit uh, does what He does, uh, and we put ourselves into the hands of the Spirit in prayer. Uh, we shouldn't grieve the Spirit of God with, uh, with uh, the things we say or how we behave uh, in our life. Uh, we need to um, uh, beware, uh, be aware uh, that He is interceding, and we need to pray, pray in the Spirit, delight in prayer, and we need to cherish uh, the fact, the biblical fact, the biblical truth, that I have God in me, the Holy Spirit, uh, and is the, the greatest gift uh, that, that we can have. And, and, and he lead, I, I love the leading of the Holy Spirit uh, in his guidance and direction. As a Christian, we ought to love the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Um, as David said, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The chastisement of God uh, that God gives us through the Spirit is something that shows us that God loves us. Uh, but leading and directing and, and how he does that in our life and convicting, all those, those things that he does uh, it, in me and, and for me, um, the, the greatest thing are things that I have no clue um, that he is doing for me because that's the Holy Spirit's work, and, and, uh, and, uh, which is an, evident, and it's a, an evidence to me, a sign to me, uh, a truth in the Bible that is so precious um, that when in, in a possession that is so precious uh, that when uh, religionists and these crazy people, whatever, and all this stuff with the Spirit of God, um, it's, um, um, it, ought to, it ought to upset you uh, that people make light of it uh, or make fun of it, especially if they make fun of it. Uh, and uh, now, you know, I'd be the first one to, 
you know, uh, make fun of people like Benny Hinn, you know, or in uh, uh, some of that stuff. And don't you, don't you wish that some of those faith healers and stuff just went down the hospitals and cured everybody from COVID uh, when, it, when it all went down? Uh, it's just phony and it's nonsense. And, uh, and but um, the great physician, he's a healer uh, and he can do that. And we pray, uh, by the way, uh, for the sick. Uh, Book of James tells us that we should do that, pray for, anoint with oil, all that kind of stuff. And uh, some, here's some people, some people have asked me, and here's another meddling thing. Um, they've said, Pastor, do you, does your church anoint with oil? And, uh, and here's what I've said. I said, we can't. And they're like, well, why? I said, There's not, none of us are here spiritual enough, including myself, to do it. And, uh, and, uh, and I, feel, I feel bad about that, uh, but, it's, but the Bible, when they do that, you've got to be prayed up and walking with God. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe if you called the church, like, you know, the Sunday after camp, we'd all be good. And, uh, but, um, but we struggle uh, with, uh, with our sin. So, True prayer is from the indwelling spirit. True prayer takes the form of divine uh, intercession. True prayer often takes forms uh, of groanings uh, that uh, when we don't even know what to say or when the Holy Spirit does it for us, uh, intercedes, and, uh, and we can have the comfort to know that he is working uh, in all things together for good. Uh, he loves me. He's called me according to his purpose, uh, and, uh, and uh, he's conforming me to his image. Um, nothing can separate, separate me from his love, uh, and uh, I, can't, I can't lose my salvation, can't give it away, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm more than conquerors. Uh, more than a conqueror in him. Uh, and if God's for us, who can be against us? There's all kinds of stuff wrapped up in there. Chapter 6, 7, and 8. Maybe you take it and read it tonight for your devotion. Uh, but this week, as we uh, get into our prayer time with Brother Beckham, the prayer revival, let's, uh, let's uh, get in touch with God and spend some time with him. Let the Spirit prepare us. Uh, and, uh, and, and just be comforted in knowing the fact uh, that there's a lot of things going on that you're not praying for and don't even know how to pray for it. Uh, but that the Spirit of God in you uh, is taking care of. Let's all stand tonight, and, uh, and we're going to pray. Uh, 